listening to Sports Radio Detroit. Hello, all you boys and ghouls all around the world, and welcome back to Grave Discussions. <laughs> I am your host, Barnabas. And I am your other host, Samael. Welcome. And if you're here right now, 17 episodes into it with us, we'd like to thank you for sticking around and being loyal. Yes, we love all of you guys. We've been trying to be active on all the social media platforms you and have to forgive us we're old guys we don't know how to use social media and look cool and shit I, I we'll just know be how like, to use social media we'll just be like look here picture look at our episode <laughs> i mean Fuck basically you, yeah. no, no we that's love you all. how we inform people yeah but i like doing it i mean i just don't have enough time in the day to like commit to doing that you know but we try for you guys and uh you know we love everybody who has communicated with us given us feedback or just talked to us about horror like in general um yeah we really appreciate that because it really keeps this podcast going you know like that's no lie oh yeah and uh thank you as always of course to sports radio detroit for hosting us we love you guys the goats for real and so we're going to start off as always with some horror news for everybody and uh, we got some pretty interesting articles um at, you know in, in the last like few days remake alert yep Here's a remake alert, but I'm actually kind of excited for this one because it's been 30 years since The Witches from 1990 with uh, Angelica Huston of all people. So if you know anything about that movie, you know, it's actually kind of like, I don't know, not a rarity, but, you know, it's it's kind of interesting to like ever find that movie in a store because it's a pretty low key movie, but it was pretty scary for yeah, like, a see, kid's movie. I see this. I've seen this image before somewhere yeah. like a bunch of times and I've heard of this. 1990 see it's not that old yeah not that old but i mean it's been 30 years it's it's crazy every time i think of 1990 i I think like 10 years ago yeah nope yeah we're not at all like i said we're old Mm -hmm. mildly mildly (laughs) so yeah there is a remake of the witches coming by um guillermo del toro actually he is the producer that's good that's Mm -hmm. very good and uh directing is none other than robert zemeckis who uh, if any of you are familiar, uh, directed the Back to the Future franchise and Who Framed Roger Rabbit, as well as a bunch of other really popular films. He's good at doing like the fantasy kind of thing, you know? Yeah. That's what, when I was, when I was reading off those titles, I was like, yo, he can, if mm-hmm. anyone was going to remake, usually like I'm upset about remakes, but the fact that this was like kind of like a cult movie. Yeah. Like I'm not so upset. It's not something like, I'm, yeah. I'm not upset because it's not something super influential, but mm-hmm. You said Del Toro's yeah he's producing it. he's a fucking genius so that's great <laughs> and then Zemeckis did all those movies yeah, yeah I think it's gonna be good I think so at least it'll be like a, I mean it's not really supposed to be a family movie necessarily because it's pretty terrifying for like a kid and even kind of for adults I I saw that witch <laughs> the first time too and I was like what the fuck you know yeah she looks <laughs> so depressing yeah so we'll see there's no release date or anything actually. 
Um, I believe Zemeckis is in like the final negotiations to be the director on that film. So um, it'll probably start shooting at some point. Speaking of which, on to our next bit of news here. If any of you have been kind of hearing about this uh, HBO series called Lovecraft Country, then um, you'll be delighted to know that there's new casting announcements about it. And in the show, basically, it's a follows this guy named Atticus Black and uh, who joins up with his friends to embark on a road trip across 1950s Jim Crow America in search of his missing father. And then it uh, says that the struggle to overcome the racist terrors of white America. So implying that he's a black man and the terrifying monsters that could be ripped from a Lovecraft paperback. So that's really interesting because it sounds like there's going to be actual monsters. So I'm like kind of intrigued, you know, and it's Lovecraft. So yeah, that's what's Jordan Peele's. What's he doing in this? Yeah, I think he's producing it. His monkey prop productions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is going to be pretty good. Yeah. Jordan Jordan Peele is a genius, and also oh, I get producing it because is JJ Because H.P. Lovecraft was like kind of racist, so all, all these Lovecraftian yeah. monsters would be the ones going after, like like they are the racist somehow yeah. or something like that. Yeah, like it's a representation. I like that Jordan Our Peele manifestation. Does, yeah, Jor- yeah, Jordan likes like Get Out. Yeah, and like like the same sort of premise. Like yeah, he really appreciates horror for like yeah. what it is. You know, he's really good. So, yeah, I think that it's going to be dope. But uh, coming today are the casting announcements of Courtney B. Vance. Um, I don't know how to pronounce this name. Anjanu Ellis. Anjanu Ellis. And uh, Elizabeth Debicki. And uh, they are starring alongside the previously announced Journey Smollett-Bell. Jonathan Majors, who's going to be playing Atticus Black. And Wunmi Mosaku. So, that's pretty cool. I'm excited about that one. And then, so here's the last bit of real news, which I am a huge fan of, and Sam is uh, not quite that excited about. I didn't know you were a huge fan of this. I don't know if I would say I'm a huge fan, but I do enjoy it. Because, like, when I asked you about it, you're like, yeah, it's basically like Azure is evil. It is. Because I saw this (laughs) on Hulu. the truth. (laughs) Oh, it's the fucking dude from Scrubs? Yeah. He's great. He just, like, Dr. Cox is killing. Yeah, he just doesn't give a fuck, you know? For a while, he doesn't even believe that there's, like, evil and shit, but and he it's just kills it. the third season's premiering on Halloween? Yes. Okay, so, fuck you. I'm going to start watching this, and I'm first yeah, I'm going to watch Ash vs. Evil Dead. I'm yes. going to finish watching that, because I left off in that trailer episode. Yeah. And then I'm going to watch this. Okay. And I'm going to be ready. You're going to have some good uh, TV watching, bro. I have to catch up, because I'm so, like, skeptical mm-hmm. of, like, shit like this. Like, I know. It's fun, though. I mean, evil, Ash vs. Evil Dead is basically in the same style of like evil dead 2 and army of darkness you know so if you like those movies you're gonna like ash versus evil dead so like maria bamford's in this who maria bamford bro uh you have to show me how she looks i don't recall how she she's looks. gonna be nurse pickles no nonsensical nurse who may not be as helpful as she seems oh okay this is this is uh this sounds pretty good i mean i never gave it a chance but yeah like honestly i, I like, like it this, when i see stuff like this i'm like yeah oh it's a hulu show or it's a netflix show it's no just, it's actually good there's actually a lot of like cool action and the episodes are pretty short, so um, I like it. The makeup is good. The story actually is also pretty good, surprisingly. And then yeah, the dude who played uh, Doctor Cox, he's he's great <laughs> in like everything. He so. is. Well, like I didn't know that was him. You know, I kind of yeah. just skimmed past like the poster and I was like, this mm-hmm. looks shit. <laughs> nah. 
Is yeah, Ash John, versus, is Ash, John C. McGinley is... This is on Hulu. Is Ash vs. Evil Dead on Netflix? Uh, yes. All right, cool. Yeah. So we're good. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you can just watch whenever you want. I think you should definitely start that show. So, like, what's the main... What's the main, like... So, okay, real, real quick, the main premise, basically, is that um, John C. McGinley's character... Um, I don't remember his name. Stan Miller. He never really like was involved in much he was the sheriff um but he was never involved in any type of like magical or demonic shit or anything like that but uh his wife secretly was and his wife dies and uh, he thinks of like cancer or something and basically these like evil things just start appearing demons. in the town yeah like demons kind of like kind of like evil dead yeah pretty much <laughs> and so it falls onto sheriff miller somehow uh to like combat these things because you find out that uh his wife was a witch like pretty early on or not a witch but like a like a defender against evil basically like she knew magic and stuff oh so like a like a white witch yeah kind of um like a magical guardian or something you know like to protect Fairy against demons and shit. I, I don't know um so like stan and his daughter find out and so they're basically battling evil but um, there's this actually there's this curse that is supposed to kill every sheriff of their town after like some number of years or something. But Stan never died. <laughs> yeah, he never died. Um, he like retired or something before he could die. And then um, the new sheriff came in and he explained the curse to her once he found out about it. So now he's trying to get her not killed, you know, yeah. to avoid this whole curse. And that's basically the premise. Um, and then, you know, obviously expands like as the show goes on. Season two is pretty good, but all the monsters and stuff that they face are pretty cool. And it's just really like to the point, like it's, it's quick. So it gets right to the action. You know, I like which that. I like, yeah. So it's a good show. Go check it out. If you have not, I will. And we're going to move on to just telling you guys about a couple trailers. Um, if you remember from a few episodes back, we talked about, um, this movie called Tao and now there is a brand new trailer for Tao, which is being uh, directed by Federico D'Alessandro and starring Ed Skrine uh, and Gary Oldman, actually, and Maika Monroe Damn, from Damn, Oldman's going to be in a lot of movies nowadays. Yeah. I think he might be the voice of Tao, the AI, possibly. I'm not yeah, quite sure. That wouldn't be that creepy. It's actually, I don't know, it's actually pretty creepy because you know that it's a fucking like, AI robot, you know? So... Um, I enjoyed the trailer. I think the trailer actually looked really good and actually looked more horror-y than I initially thought it might be. So I like that one. <laughs> the next one is one that um, you should be pretty excited about. It's called The Devil's Doorway. Ooh. And I actually am really excited for this one because the trailer... Is this big? I don't think it's that big. The trailer shows that it's actually a found footage horror movie. And it's about these two priests who visit this, like, asylum for um, these, like, Irish women. And they're actually imprisoned by the Catholic Church of Ireland. Just because they're, like, fucked up or something, you know? Like, society doesn't want them. And they hear about this miracle, like, the Virgin Mary statue crying blood. And so they go investigate, but they actually find, like, all this crazy demonic shit. And it's all found footage. It looks dope. Looks like some Covenant shit's going on here. Yeah. It, oh, look when it's being released. Yeah, July 13, 2018. Nice. It's my birthday. He's a day older than me. Yes. 
I always rub it in his face. Actually, you rub it in your own face. You always mention it. You're like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> You're yeah. one day older than You've me. been here longer. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> this looks... This looks... Yeah. So it actually looks really cool. And uh, finally, um, we have a movie called Undertow, which is also another indie film. And um, the trailer is actually like not a typical trailer. Like It's basically just they pull out one like fucking scene from a movie like that's two minutes long and that's the trailer like you just watch the one scene so you don't really get to see much but that's like kind of intriguing although it's supposed to be like some psychological horror about this woman who uh loses her baby and like while they're still in the womb you know she has a miscarriage and uh she begins to think that her husband's like cheating on her and then basically she and this girl get um involved together like presumably violently and shit just kind of happens from there that sounds dope yeah when is this one coming out um let me i don't think there's a day yet we'll premiere at the melbourne film festival this august so it's probably going to be released a few weeks after that it depends on how it does yeah if it go if it circulates like in the u.s or something then it might be a while because that's how those things go sometimes but it depends it all depends but check out the trailer for that if you want. It is kind of a weirder trailer to like sit through. Um, but if it sounds interesting to you, then take a shot. Right now, though, we're going to move on to the cult corner. <laughs> and today's cult corner is about what, Samuel? It's about Creepshow 2, one of the best anthology anything mm-hmm. ever. All right, right off the bat, would you say that it is the best anthology movie? I don't know, man. There's still other Stephen King shit. Yeah. It, I think Langoliers. I don't really think that's like a anthology, though. I'm talking about anthology movies. What are you talking about? Like, just strictly like. Yeah, like Creepshow 2, like anthology films. Yeah, Tales from the Dark Side was good. Mm -hmm. Uh, The one with the gargoyle and shit. Yeah. And the one with that evil cat didn't, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? That wasn't that great. Yeah, yeah. This cat's a fucking bastard, you know. <laughs> but like that one had the mummy episode. Remember that one, the mummy, yeah. with I fucking st- Steve Buscemi. I, I still think uh, this is better. Yeah, really? This is okay. The, I think this is better than the Twilight Zone shit Ooh, too. Okay. The movie. Because I'm actually gonna say I think that Tales from the Dark Side is the best. Really? Yeah, it has the most like standout um, segments. I feel like. And also, like, the interwoven story with the kid that gets trapped by the witch or whatever and uh, thinks that she's going to, like, chop him up and fucking cook him and eat him and shit. Yeah, that I remember story that. That was, was probably up. the best, like... Isn't that, like, Hansel and Gretel's shit? you know. Yeah. Like some basically. hardcore shit. Yeah, basically. So that's why I like that movie a lot. But I just wanted to ask you and get that out there. I don't know. I, I really liked Creepshow, too. <laughs> Me, too. I watched, I watched the Tales from the Dark Side movie when I was in second grade mm-hmm. uh, I was like seven years old so I watched Creepshow 2 when I was in like middle school but like Creepshow 2 like I don't know why like it just it had more rewatch value to me like I watched it a, a fucking shit ton of times yeah see that's like, me I, just, I found a <laughs> I found a videotape that like like that my dad recorded back in mm-hmm. like you know like 1990 or something yeah and like uh, it was just recorded off of like cinemax you know the channel mm-hmm. and creep show 2 uh, reform school girls it was like a drama and then what uh, the fuck? 
Yeah, and then... Are you uh, sure it wasn't a porno? I'm sure. Okay. And uh, it's about girls going to jail. Ah. And then uh, it had also had Sorority House Massacre on it. So that's how I found Sorority yes. House Massacre and Creepshow 2. Because I didn't know about these. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't know these were things. So I popped in Creepshow 2. Mm-hmm. And then, like, right off the bat, we get, like, the Chief Woodenhead episode. So Yeah, that was so good. So we got, like, this uh, this old guy and his wife. They're struggling to make ends meet. And then a Native American guy comes in, their friend. And apparently he had borrowed money from them. And he couldn't, like... You know, he needs two years to pay it back or whatever. Mm-hmm. So if he couldn't pay it back, he gave his collateral, which was like the precious like jewels from all the Native American families. Yeah. So he gave it to the guy, the older guy. I forget his name. He played in a lot of shit, though. He was in a lot of yeah. horror in the 80s and 90s. He was big. And uh, Are you talking about the old, the old white guy? Yeah. Is that uh, George um, Kennedy? No, 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 no. Is no. that him? Hold on. Um. Yes. I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah, as George Kennedy. George Kennedy as race Bruce. Yeah, he was he was definitely in a lot of stuff. Yeah, I saw him in everything. And yeah. so like another kid, he was like a dickhead, Sam White Moon, played by Holt McCallany. So yeah, he was McCannally. like he was like the asshole Native American mm-hmm. kid. He didn't give a fuck about He was actually related to the guy who, who gave borrowed him the treasure. Yeah, yeah. that's his uh, uncle. Yeah. So his uncle gave the jewels and then this dickhead kid comes with his shitty friends. Who was the one the fat porky yeah. kid what do you, what was his name they call him i think they just called him like fat ass or something I don't fats know. <laughs> was, i don't know yeah and then there was like the douchebag rich kid and like mm-hmm. so they come into the shop they they start robbing the old guy then sam reveals he wants those jewels that he refers to as rock candy and then you know uh ray's kind of hesitant to give him the bag so he doesn't want to give him the bag so sam accidentally like you know shoots martha Mm-hmm. And uh, Martha dies, and then you know Ray gets killed by Sam. They take off with the jewels. You think everything's in order. So what happens next is they had this old wooden Native American chief outside, mm-hmm. and uh, so he comes to life. <laughs> yeah. So he goes after the rich kid first, uh, kills him in the garage. He what does he do? He just stabs him. It's he hits yeah, him with something. a tomahawk. Yeah. We don't get to see it. We see shadows of it. Mm-hmm. But like. After that, he goes after the the fatty. Mm-hmm. How does fatty get killed? Do you remember? I do not remember. <laughs> no, I don't remember what happened to fatty. I think he got killed in his uh, he got arrows shot through him. Oh yeah, when yeah, he was yeah, sitting yeah, in yeah. the chair. You're right. And then he went after Sam, and he scalped Sam. Yeah, that was fucked up. And he came back to the shop, posed mm-hmm. as a statue again, left mm-hmm. the jewels there for. Uh, for the you know the old ben yeah the native american guy the older one sam's uncle ben came back and he's like hi chief you know yeah like, <laughs> like he knew yeah he knew what had happened yeah it was easy to tell dude the fucking statue had the dude's scalp still in his fucking hand you yeah know? <laughs> he was proud of that shit yeah he was so that, that was the first that was one. the first episode yeah the second and third episodes were also pretty good i don't want to give like a full description of them yeah second one these kids are on this <laughs> raft mm-hmm. and there's this strange goo that keeps circling the the raft one of them gets sucked in by the goo. Mm-hmm. It like melts them, and it's a struggle to survive after that. Basically, yeah. And the ending is so stupid. I don't want to spoil it, but yeah, <laughs> the ending was so dumb. The ending, but was I dumb. actually liked that one because it was like this cool, like, just biological, like, fucking thing. Like you have no idea where it comes from. They don't explain it or anything, and it's just like there. <laughs> I really like what the. I like what you mentioned, like. uh about the chief wooden head it still had like the slasher atmosphere yeah you know what i mean and the elements too that was cool 
Like it was like a creepy what's gonna happen and like mm-hmm. people are slowly getting just arrows through the head, yeah. chopped up, and, and they're getting stalked. And the raft was more like, you know, that typical like summer camp horror movie. Exactly. Those are you the know? best. Those are the best. Because that's all it was, and they were just on the water the whole time, just on this fucking raft, staring down this weird like it looked like a deflated trash bag, but like a million of them yeah. just together. Uh, so that was cool. And then the Hitchhiker, that which one was, is the last episode. That one was nice. Yes. I don't even know how to classify that one almost. It was more of like a That's like fast-paced a, like thriller, you know? It was. It still had the paranormal elements. Cause yeah. Like the Hitchhiker just kept coming back and coming back and coming back. Right. So basically this lady, she's... I don't know why it's taboo to say. She's a whore. So she's she's married, but she's sleeping with a male prostitute who charges her by the orgasm. Right. Okay. Objectively, that is horror. So yeah, there we go. So there's this horror, right? She runs over a guy. So see, now she's a whore and she's a bad person. So listen, <laughs> she runs over this fucking guy uh, and she kills him allegedly. Right. She's driving down, down the street. Da, 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 da. Police find a body or whatever. So you're like, yo, what's about to happen? You know, right, he's yeah. he's dead, and um, she keeps driving. And she keeps having these, like, I guess, hallucinations mm-hmm. that, like, this bloodied guy that she ran over is just following her. Thanks for the ride, lady. And yeah. that's that's the quote you like, remember the most like from this he's, creep show. Yeah, too. he's ahead of her on the road. Like, he fucking teleports or something, and she always drives by him while he's, like, you know, uh, yeah, holding every a time, sign. Every time she runs him over, he's still, like, yeah. latched onto yeah. the car. <laughs> that was classic. That was, like, the first movie that mm-hmm. did some shit like that. Yeah, like I said, I I don't even really know how to describe it other than like a fast paced. And all of these thriller, are Stephen King, correct? All three of these. I believe they're all inspired by some of his works. Yeah, probably like short stories or whatever. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I really, I really like them. This was this was one of my favorite anthologies, and like the little story mm-hmm. that's going on in the background, the the big Venus flytrap. Yeah. It eats meat. It, the, the little cartoon, like it's a, it's literally like a cartoon from like the nineteen eighties. It was so dope. You know. So yeah, it was really cool. I felt like hella nostalgia when I saw that. Yeah, so like the first one for me, what would you give it? Like the first story, like the wooden cheap. The first story. That's a that's a solid one for okay. me. That's like I like that's like eight out of ten. Like I really liked it. Yeah, I would I would say I, lo- I really liked that one. Yeah, I would say eight out of ten, maybe even eight and a half out of ten. The raft, I would have to give probably Ooh, like a. a s- mm. See, it is a good one, but I felt like the characters were just so stupid. Like when he was like molesting that chick. <laughs> When yeah. she was laying on the raft, knowing that there's like knowing that there's oil underneath them, and it like, wasn't even that big that it like weirdos. engulfed the raft. It was literally on one side of the raft the whole time, and it kind of moved slow, so you could literally just jump off of the other half and of the raft and just fucking swim. Yeah, away. that's what I was thinking. Like that's the whole, it. I'm like, what are you doing? The whole time I was watching it, I was like, yo, swim yeah. the fuck away. They literally just needed to turn around and look and see that there was nothing else over there, and they could have just fucking swam to shore. So for that reason, I'm gonna give it a seven out of ten. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that. It like I love the campy atmosphere. That's yeah. why I really loved it. That's what kind of gave it the seven for me. Like, yeah, any movie that automatically takes place at a camp is a seven for me. <laughs> yeah, like Sleepaway Camp automatically gets seven. Right. But like this one, this one was like I like it was kind of like duh moments. Oh yeah, for sure. But and then uh, the Hitchhiker. I mean, I, I wouldn't say that there were like duh moments, but it was just like kind of crazy it was like intense you know? and it, it, it was kind of tedious you know the same yeah a little bit same thing kept happening because yeah. like back then like shit like that would happen and like people's faces would be yeah. like oh i can't believe it you know he's still there yeah nowadays that's happened so many times you're like yeah i knew it 
But when I watched that when I was younger, I didn't know that shit. Yeah, that was that's my thoughts about that. I don't know. It just seemed well, like kind of predictable. Yeah. What would you rate it? That that's also like a that seemed. I'll give it like a seven and a half. I'll still give that one a solid seven because okay. like that should have been like the first one, and then the second yeah. the second one still should have been the raft, and they should have ended it with the wooden chief. I agree with that. Yeah, it's kind of a weird order because you start from first and then you get to uh, you know last. Yeah, basically, but it's cool. Whatever. I mean, if that's how they want to do it. I, actually, they were originally planning to do five segments in total, but they couldn't do two of them because of uh, budgetary reasons. Because I, I felt like it wasn't long enough. That was my other complaint yeah. about this. It was like an hour and a half or something, wasn't it? I think, but like it's that. just three stories, you know, like. Yeah, they were longer stories, sto- though, kind of. Yeah, but, but they couldn't go like too in-depth into what was happening, right. you know, like. Or they couldn't be action-packed enough for being so little time. Exactly. Yeah, I feel you. So, yeah, let us know what you guys think. I mean, I feel like we kind of just talked about, like, what happened in it. But for the most part, I think we kind of explained what we feel about it. I mean... Yeah, because we just kind of gave you a brief synopsis yeah. and how we felt about, like, how the movies went about it. I liked I liked the score for all of them. It was pretty yeah, dope. Yeah, good. Stereotypical 80s horror mm-hmm. music, honestly. Yeah. Nothing that stands out too much, but, like definitely nostalgic yeah it was it was certainly like you were just watching like a friday the 13th or a nightmare on elm street movie you but know? These, this is not meant to be like an introspective no like thematic movie like it this is this is a fun little movie that you watch with like two of your friends like yeah. i always say friday night yeah you go to the video store you grab some popcorn you sit down you shut the fuck up you don't pull out your phones and you know post pics look yeah. what i'm watching no you just watch it and then you're like wow that was a good movie yeah yeah I, I love it because of that exact reason. That's so. that's my memories. My memories with mm-hmm. this was just sitting indoors in the dark in the summertime. Yeah. AC blasting, just watching all of this shit. Yeah, we, we love Creepshow. And a lot of people are real big fans of Creepshow, too. Oh, yeah. I, heard, um, uh, so I, know I think made, that's what makes it kind of cult. You know? I know I know they made, you know, we, we got to watch it and talk oh, yeah. about Creepshow 3 th- as well. They made a third 2006, one. 2006, so. Yeah, we actually didn't know. I didn't know until I found it recently. Yeah, that one's, I feel like, is super low-key. Because most people talk about the first one, obviously. But actually, the second one on has a lot of fans. I don't remember the first one. The crate with that fucking beast in it. Oh, yeah. 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 It, it, um, What else was there? The Father's Day one with the with the dad. You know, where's my cake or whatever. <laughs> remember that shit? The undead I need parents. A, I need a refresher course. Yeah, that movie's, that movie's great. For sure. I'm probably going to rewatch Creepshow and Creepshow. And I'm going to watch, I'm going to do my first... I'm gonna do my. I want to do like a live viewing of like Creepshow three. Oh, that'd be Once cool. you make a YouTube, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Like, or, or my reaction immediately watching it. Like, yeah. Know. Let us know what you guys think about that idea. We do immediate reactions to movies, so we'll be like, "Yo, Thursday we got an immediate reaction coming out. What movie you guys want? Yeah, uh, it's <laughs> Saw five. Uh, no, next. You know, like <laughs> if you give us some stupid fucking watch. Yeah, no. Saw. Watch the Bye Bye Man. I'll watch that just because it's newer and I, because you know you want me to talk shit about it. Yeah, I've already seen it. It sucks. Isn't Michael J. White in there? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, heard I don't remember. He's he's Baba Man. Like it's like, come on. Man. I do remember what he looks he like, like, he like, but um, I don't. I don't remember who's in it. You know, it's not that good. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, Creep Show Two, fucking amazing. Yeah, go check it out. Let us know what you think. You'll love it. And why you think it has achieved such a cult status? Yeah, I just think it's that quintessential like '80s movie, but it's got. A number of segments in it and they're all really good and i think that people really appreciate that so that's why i think it's achieved the status that they don't, it, it doesn't drag on either because they're like quick stories yeah. 
No, I don't think it really dragged on. I mean, the raft was like a little slower, but it was cool. It enough. was slower once once uh, a few people got knocked off. Yeah, but it was cool enough. I feel like that it doesn't yes. really matter. Yeah, you know? I mean, I really liked like that. The special effects were amazing. I, I, well, the goo just looked like a garbage bag with yeah. like fucking crumbs <laughs> all over. Once it like ate people, that yeah, was then that was really dope. good. Yeah, I really, mm-hmm. I don't know. I enjoyed the fuck out of this. I don't know. I could watch this every weekend, and I'll me too. I'll be I'll, I'll be fine. I won't. Yeah, it's like one of those movies like. Like Halloween, you know, mm-hmm. like I would, I would consider it at least like up there with like classic yeah. in terms of like, like very very good quality classics. Yeah, Creepshow two, Halloween, Black Christmas to name mm-hmm. a few, but those are three off the top of my head that I can. Yeah, Tenebre, like, yeah. Oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Suspiria. Now that I've watched it, yes, yeah. Go go check it out for sure. But we're actually going to be talking about another very popular cult classic movie yes in our main segment we're doing a retrospective so looking back on pet cemetery which if you hadn't heard the news it was announced that filming on the remake of pet cemetery has begun so that's cool i'm kind of happy about that me too i, I do want to see when, when did when did pet cemetery come out like 90 97 i don't fucking know uh 89 did it? Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it did. Holy fuck. Uh, yeah, I think it's time. Yeah. It's been long enough. It's, what, 19 years or something? But I can already see, like, the trailer for it. Like, have <laughs> yeah. they made one yet? No. I can already see, like, like. there's things said about this place. Dung, dung. <laughs> the frame changes to someone else. Yeah, like, it's that very, that like, serious. That in, like, the conjuring Don't come back shit. out the same. <laughs> dung, dung. Like, you know, like, they're going to yeah. make it, like. Uh, you know what I hope it is? Remember those trucks that always drove across the road? I hope yeah. that the trailer for the remake is just trucks yeah. driving across the road. That would be great. Like, <laughs> that would be such a troll move. Yeah. And then it just like cuts like Pet Cemetery. Like yeah. you know what's coming. You know Gage is about to. No, get but it's like five trains. Or that whatever. shit was traumatic. <clears throat> yeah, it was. To be fair, though, it was totally the dad's fault. Oh yeah, because he was like not keeping an eye on him. <laughs> Yeah, and his son was stupid as fuck, and it's kind of his fault, you know, for (coughs) burying him in the cemetery. (laughs) Oh yeah, (laughs) that's also like he think about it. He's the reason his son died, Mm -hmm. and like instead of like, like just accepting it, dealing with the grief for a bit. Yeah, he tried to redeem himself and got like a few people Mm -hmm. killed in the process. Yeah, so and he he had to live with himself. Right. So basically, since we're doing an intro, uh, retrospective, I think it's totally fine to give spoilers. Yeah, everyone's seen this. Oh, yeah. So, <clears throat> as you all know... Part two I've seen, too. Have you seen that? No. Really? <clears throat> I have not. So great. I heard it was trash, actually. No, no. It was... <laughs> all right. It was, it was completely different from this. I you heard know how this, You know how this was, like, super, like, eerie and, like, it was right. really atmospheric and then the little kid was actually, like pretty fucking like he wasn't yeah, creepy was he wasn't creepy that was the the weird thing about it at first like you know remember when he was walking up to his mom hi mommy like no yeah. the second one is just like zombies coming at you, you know? okay so that's why i think this one like people always talk about this oh yeah this, this was great people never talk about the second one unless it's something bad mm-hmm. like you know it's kind of like with the halloween situation hey one was great too yeah. what the fuck but like i think the first one was to the test of time because like it it like it shows how like vulnerable we can be like the scene mm. with uh what's her name rachel yeah so let me let me you know tell them what it's about in case they don't know 
So as, as you know, you Lewis, know. <laughs> Lewis Creed, the doctor, um, after, I don't actually remember why it said they moved, but they move and the new place that they end up in, they love it. It's great. He's going to be like the town doctor um, or whatever, you know, and he's got a wife and then a son and a daughter and they're both pretty young and their daughter has a cat. <clears throat> and so they move to this road where across the street, there's this old guy neighbor, Judd, who is uh, portrayed by Fred Gwynn. And he was really good. And yeah. he was in a bunch of stuff too, actually. Yeah, seen, he Even like to this day, like mm-hmm. he's, he's, he's like emulated a lot in like, uh, yeah, they've made parodies of, uh, I wanted to mention this because like, Pet Cemetery was big. Like even South Park had a mm-hmm. Pet Cemetery parody. You know the one with the the milkman. Yeah. <laughs> you you out of work. Your wife's getting pounded like a mallet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you know he's uh, he's been, he's been influential. Like everyone yeah. knows who the fuck he is. Yeah, he was a really good character. Um, but basically, they they live on opposite sides of this road that just has these the most asshole truck drivers in the entire world yeah. driving by there all the time and they're going fast as fuck like you know how trucks are only supposed to go like 60 they're going like 80 or something so they could obliterate anything if they hit it nothing lives if touched by these trucks and there's actually a pet cemetery nearby because of all the animals and pets that get killed by truckers on that road so um creed's like you know kids basically are trying are like starting to learn about death because of that like they hear that stuff from uh judd and you know his daughter especially begins like questioning her mortality and like death and about her cat and shit so basically they go away ends up that the cat dies of course and so with the help of judd who knows he's been he's old he's lived there forever he knows about stuff you know like weird stuff he takes him to this place like way beyond the pet cemetery right to shut and go yeah because sometimes dead is better Mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm But not in this case. He felt like, uh, you know, Lewis Creech and his daughter should have their cat back. So he took them to this, like, Indian burial ground, the Micmac. Yeah, the yeah, Mic-Mac yeah. Mac burial ground. <laughs> and uh, he's like, you know, bury your cat here. So he did. And the fucking cat came back to life. Da-na-na, but it wasn't the same cat. Well, it was the same cat, but it was well, kind of. Yeah. You know. Uh, it was, like, evil. You know, you know where, they, uh, where they got this story from? Hmm. So I read up apparently that, like, it's based on, like, the Wendigo. When oh, the Wendigo okay. would touch you, mm-hmm. you would get like these cannibal, like anything it would touch, it would get these cannibalistic qualities, and the person would be changed. Oh shit! Yeah. So maybe that's where uh, I know about that, you know, myth. But I wonder if that's where Stephen King got it from, because you know the movie is based off of his book Pet Cemetery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm so pretty. I, I think that's where. I he, think he knows about it. Oh yeah, most it definitely. He probably even wrote some separate shit about mm-hmm. like those specifically. You know, Stephen King has a wide, wide library. Oh yeah, even like him. the short <laughs> stories that I've never heard. People, his works can be published for like. They could be out here for the next 200 years. He has so mm-hmm. many of them that they, we could just keep making movies off of just his shit. Yeah, know? I love reading his stuff, <laughs> for He's, real. So Him and Dean Koontz are fucking genius. Mm-hmm. So, spoiler alert, we may be doing an episode all about Stephen King coming up. Yeah, we have to. Yeah. I, we got to talk about our favorite yes, movies. Yes, definitely. Um, but yeah, Pet Cemetery was fantastic. So eventually, you know, his, uh, his little son who's like, I don't know, fucking three or four years old or something. Gage. He wanders out into the road and, of course, gets hit by a truck and he, he dies. And so the wife and daughter go away. And then Lewis tries to do the same thing with the cat to 
uh, his son and his son comes back of course and then just basically you know a bunch of shit happens his wife comes back and everything so you know what i actually feel like having seen it recently i feel like uh this movie and hereditary are actually pretty similar and i feel like that's an interesting yeah it played it played off your emotions a lot that's why like yeah. like i said that's why this one was good and like the second one people thought was trash well but even just uh this like the general like story i mean it's this guy is this who lost? loses <laughs> he's son of a bitch <laughs> yes it is um it's about this guy who's like you know a well-to-do guy he's a fucking doctor you know he's respectable um he's social you know his neighbors like him everybody likes him and he loses his son and he just doesn't know what the fuck to do with himself you know the cat okay whatever and yeah, then he came the back to life and he just started questioning everything because he's supposed to believe in in science you know i mean there's doctors who believe in a religion and a faith or whatever but you know but he probably really uh, he he was actually talking about god but i don't think he was that religious yeah. you know so <laughs> he but he was a doctor he knew about science so when his fucking cat that died came back, he just questioned everything. And then his son died and there was a, his like logical course of action. And then he just snaps, but it's not quite so like, ah, like erratic, like in hereditary. Yeah. It's that quiet madness. Like when he, uh, spoiler alert, when he kills his mom, mm-hmm. when he walks up to her, like she was like super vulnerable. Like she didn't even notice the scalpel in his hand or like what he was planning to do with it because yeah. like. She was just in awe of seeing him because he just fucking got annihilated by a semi. Yeah. So, like, she was, like, really, really, really vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's when he got her. Yeah. That was fucked. Yeah, it was really good. Then she comes back at the end, and that was pretty terrifying, too. But her sister, Zelda, that was that was the scariest part about this movie. Yeah, that was... <laughs> <laughs> it seriously was. And if you didn't know, the character of Zelda, the emaciated... <laughs> fucking super sick like creepy looking sister of rachel creed uh it was actually portrayed by a male actor and it was uh andrew hubatsek who played zelda and that was actually creepy i think that the make the practical effects were just super effective like they genuinely made him look really terrifying <laughs> like truly you know oh man that's like so that fun. shit will give you nightmares i agree and that was like her sister too i'm like jesus yeah. christ but it's uh, like i'm not sure it's the cemetery that did this to you little boy Maybe <laughs> right, it's your yeah. weird old you got a weird old family man you were just this was gonna That's happen regardless true, yeah <laughs> yeah but I, I definitely saw those parallels between pet cemetery and hereditary I oddly enough I, I, I think mean, it's I just the think whole about like it, you know i, I know. mean it's loss <laughs> yeah For, no but i i did when i watched it like yesterday um just because I'm so fresh off of Hereditary still, but the the family themes are definitely very similar, you know, and kind of like what happens in the movie is kind of very similar. That's why I was saying that Hereditary, you know, isn't really that original because like Pet Cemetery did it, basically. Yeah, you're kind of right. Right? I mean, except think, they didn't like. It. Except like the kid didn't come back. Oh yeah, obviously so that's the difference. That but was that was more main, of like a grief. The, thing. the main themes were like already explored in Pet Cemetery that were just mm-hmm. initially just recycled to create Hereditary. Basically, yeah, I didn't ever really thought about, about that. It, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, having seen it last night and having seen Hereditary before it, I can make the connection. You know. Oh yeah. So uh, yeah, I just think that's really interesting. Yeah, the the family themes are definitely like the most important themes about this film you know and also just kind of death in general like our own mortality 
And, you know, if we could bring somebody back, even if they were different, you know, would we, we still want to? Yeah. And like, it's like, oh, we would because you don't care that they're different. You just don't want to feel the loss of mm-hmm. them. Like, but it's like, yeah, it's better than what they'll do to you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I really liked it. I mean, I thought all the practical effects were awesome. The cat was oh, man, super, that, super creepy. Oh, man. When Judd got fucking sliced on his yeah. Achilles tendon, that looks... And on his mouth. Yeah. And then he got fucking eaten. Mm-hmm. He got his, like, throat eaten. Yeah, the little kid just like chomped down on his fucking Adam's apple and just started destroying him. That was like really like I don't think anyone saw that. that disturbing as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> no that was probably was one of the most disturbing things like in right? that time period. Even now, kind of. Yeah, seeing a kid eat a fucking yeah. old man. And he, but you know, it's like a fucking zombie kid. Like that's. I don't even think people are willing to explore that nowadays that much. You know, no, people are. It's taboo. You it know? was like a huge reveal in like The Walking Dead, but this movie's just like, no, nah, there's a zombie kid. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like fuck you guys. We it's did. It's like, it. yeah, this shit happens. It happens all the fucking time. Yeah. So, uh, I really like it a lot. The, the score is great, and that end credits song by the Ramones that was that was really cool. Second one was a cash grab. I, I'm sure. Yeah, I haven't like I haven't seen it yet, but. Um, I believe it for sure. Well, we could speak about it in a cold corner in the future, and yeah, quite I'm, possibly. I'm pretty sure you'll express how much you didn't like it, because <laughs> like in that possible, one, everyone yeah. was a very apparent zombie, and ah, okay, it doesn't have like the same like feeling of loss in this. It's like the step right. in that one, the stepdad gets killed by a dog who got brought back from it. And oh shit! They bury him there, and then they're both evil, and then he buries his dead kid there that he mm-hmm. killed, and then he becomes back evil. It's, you know, like, what the fuck. Okay, well, I'll check it out, and then uh, if you guys have seen either movie, let us know. It's not thematic at all. About it, like there's okay. No, it's not like I, I it's not like so. this. It's not deep. Okay, yeah, this movie's deep. That's kind of why I liked it, you know, because it really makes you think about that family stuff. And I think his like quiet madness, just you know, getting bigger and bigger like all the time. I think that that is actually really terrifying because he's not like lashing out. Or screaming or crying or anything, you know, he's just in his mind right in here. He's cracking exactly, and uh, I think that that's it's super subtle. effective. Yeah, and I think that the actor who portrays him, uh, Dale Midkiff, Lewis Creed, I think he did a phenomenal job. So, yeah, um, that's pretty much all I have to say about the movie. I mean, I don't know if that was a quality retrospective, but I, I really kind of wanted to take it in the direction of kind of comparing it to a movie that came out now because it still holds up. And I think that that is why we're going to be seeing a remake of it. Um, oh, I'm yeah. excited about the remake. You th- how long ago did they start planning this remake? I think it's been a while, but yeah, they literally just started filming. So I think the guys who made Hereditary were just like, "Yo, bro, they're yeah. remaking Pet Cemetery. <laughs> let's make it. Mo- let's make a modern Pet Cemetery before they even remake this one. You know, yeah. no one's going to remember Pet Cemetery. You know, like yeah. Uh, I think it's still really well liked, and I it, think that's definitely what makes it, it a cult classic. It holds too. up too because it's not mm-hmm. like cheesy or anything like that. Right now, when you watch it in the wake of Hereditary, it's like, oh shit, this movie was doing it before everybody. Exactly. So this is definitely still relevant, you know. So yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. Let us know what you guys think about Pet Cemetery, and if you haven't seen it, you can find it places. Um, actually, I don't think it's free to stream, but I, I think I it is on it. Amazon Video. Isn't no, it? I checked it out. It's uh, it was like f- oh, two, it's on three a, bucks or it's something. It's on Hulu, I think, isn't it? No, I checked like this site where you can see where stuff's being streamed, and you have to rent it from everywhere. Really? Yeah, like all the legit streaming services, you know. <laughs> he said legit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're not legit, then um, you might be able to find it, but you didn't hear that from me. I mean, you could find it. Yeah, I know. you could just kind of Google like 
You can find it on YouTube yeah. actually. Just put because isn't oh no, it's not public That's domain possible. anymore. Yeah, no. Because yeah, okay, you might They're not be able remake, to find so, it. Yeah, probably. Like, not. You can find a lot of other eighties movies and shit mm-hmm. on YouTube. A lot of shit is just public domain now. Yeah. Like, you could just watch full movies. Mm-hmm. I found a lot of our cult corner movies on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, to they our have, fans, they have look stuff. for these movies on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you can't find them anywhere else, they they might be on there. But we're gonna move on now to our final segment Ooh. of the episode, and this is the chopping block. <laughs> uh, what's up on the chopping block this time, Sam? The chopping block is available everywhere, and it is called "Don't Hang Up." Oh, that was a good one. I was gonna I was gonna start off with like a you know like ring ring. <laughs> Who is it? <laughs> Don't hang up. <laughs> that would have been cool. It, he, but we missed right, we missed our chance. Up. We missed our chance. Yeah. Uh, so this week's movie on the chopping block is Don't Hang Up. And it's about uh, these two teenage boys. YouTube pranksters, bro. Oh, my God. Like Prank Monkey 69, man. <laughs> nice. You know. I don't even know how you remembered that. I don't know, because I, I read the description like today. Oh, did you? Yeah. But I also, I mean, it's kind of hard not to remember. Like, who names themselves Prank Monkey 69? And they're like 18. So his friend was a douchebag. And basically, they prank call people, but it's like really serious. Like, you see a, a woman at the beginning getting prank called by them, but they like pretend like they're the FBI or something or like CIA. And they're like telling her that her daughter is like in danger you know yeah they're <laughs> like someone a, in they're the like house. a police squad and then like she starts mm-hmm. freaking out they're like no stay in your room ma'am stay in your room she runs out and then we see, and then these you just cuts to a frame of these fucking youtube douchebags laughing yeah, yeah and i don't want to spoil kind of why she was relevant but basically they're she prank was calling relevant. people that yeah she was and uh they get a phone call from this man Mr. Or, Lee. I'm sorry. They call him, but then he calls them back later after they like prank him. But he basically talks to them. He's like, you know, you think this is funny prank calling people, you know, and, and, and shit like that. And then he gets like super serious because he like knows their names and stuff. He knows where they're at. Mm-hmm. He know like he was like, like, how would it feel if you were, you know, pranked or like caught or something? Yeah. You know, so basically he keeps calling them and, and he tells them don't hang up. Or something bad is going to happen. And something bad is definitely happening. And they have to try to figure out what's going on. They were being manipulated the whole time, though. It was so yeah. it was so fucking smart. That's why I like mm-hmm. the way... This Mr. Lee it is one of like, the most devious characters in horror. That's just a regular person. Mm-hmm. I agree. Because like, he didn't just like stalk you, kill you. Like He set stuff up. Man, he said... I'm not going to spoil it, but... He said everything. I really like the fucking... Like, this movie was really intense. Mm-hmm. Like at times he had to like, they would have to do something or he would play a video and then it ended up being like, you know, Brady's fucking parents or whatever. Spoiler. Yeah. That's <laughs> spoiler alert. But, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I really like the, the way it delivered like the scares mm-hmm. and like the suspense and like, I wasn't bored for one minute of this fucking yeah, movie. Even when it was slower, it just had that like palpable tension. It did, bro. You know, and, and that's why I really liked it because I wasn't ready for it. I thought it was just going to be like some dumb teenager horror movie, but yeah. it was actually really good and just really suspenseful the entire time. And, uh, you know, it had little clues and stuff and you never like saw Mr. Lee. So I, I really liked it. Actually, it was cool. I liked it too, and then we find out Mr. Lee wasn't even his real name. Yeah. It was like the name <laughs> of a Chinese place. Right, yeah, exactly. They like finally kind of figured it out. Well, they don't really figure it out that much. She kind of tells them. But anyway, 
it was very effective movie um nothing so, specific about the score or like the cinematography no, but that's where the cinematography was okay you know the score was whatever but it was definitely just more about the atmosphere the atmosphere and like the shit that was going down because everything yeah. like okay once the, this is one of those movies shit picks up really quick mm-hmm. once it starts and it doesn't stop like this is one of those movies like just like angel heart each step like the main character gets himself deeper and deeper into mm-hmm. shit yeah into the rabbit hole as it were it was i really enjoyed it. it man i don't know this is like one of the modern movies that like this is fucking this is great horror mm-hmm. And I was surprised, too, because honestly, I didn't think I was going to like it. Because I've seen all those movies like, you know, Unfriended and all those other movies, which are okay, but they're nothing really that special. And I thought this was going to be another one of those. But I actually really enjoyed it. It was smart. This was like when a stranger calls meets a revenge flick. Yes. But this guy this guy was much smarter than the guy from when a stranger calls. Yeah, he was. He was like a fucking evil, not evil, but like rightfully so like mm-hmm. angry genius like he was basically just like john wick if john wick like you know never kicked in a door and like you know broke some dude's neck and like shot him in the chest three times you know yeah, like close if, he, range. if he tried to be really sneaky or with like it. a ninja i really like mr lee i hope they make a second one because mm-hmm. we see at the end of the movie that he's get like he's getting back like a lot of like pranksters you saw like the other mm-hmm. prank the prankster he sent a thing yeah. to yeah i think after that he got a taste for giving people like i think so too yeah. it's it's like kind of like saw mm-hmm. except there's no torture it's just like you're fucked basically from the get-go i don't yeah. want to spoil why you're fucked from the get-go like right but if he does like this if there's a second one and he does it like he did the first one basically you're already set up to fail you just got to mm-hmm. play his game like you don't have a choice yeah, I mean, you know, anything could happen if you are able to outsmart him, but it's going to be tough. I think it was like a former agent or something. I don't know. Yeah, most I think likely. he probably was. Because like, he has like a mastery of like technology and he's just really methodical and intelligent, you know. This is one of the more like intelligent, like, I, yeah, I was surprised. I, fuck, I don't want to call him a villain. This guy, okay. Mm-hmm. This is all I'm going to say. This is my only spoiler. This man is not the antagonist. This man mm. is the protagonist. Yeah, it depends how you look at it. If but I can see that. If you're anti-revenge, then, you know, yeah. then you'll be like, oh, he's the antagonist. If you're realistic about your life and probably the shit you mm-hmm. would do if something happened to you. Yeah, it, like, was a, it was a pretty realistic movie, actually. Yeah, man, you know, like, this shit surprised. can happen. Like, Yeah. Like, this shit can really fucking happen. That's the and thing. And I feel like those are sometimes the more, like, terrifying movies. This isn't some otherworldly guy. This is, like... Mm. Just the wrong person that you fucked with. Basically, yeah. It's like if you talk shit to someone on Xbox Live and told him <laughs> you hope he dies and then he just yeah. finds your address and starts <laughs> fucking... That would be extreme. He like private messages you and it's like the weirdest shit you've ever read in your life. Right. And you're like, is this guy for serious? And then he like messages you again and again and you're like, oh fuck. You know, like, he like knows things about you. Yeah. You're like, like, hey, how's that porno magazine you're reading? <laughs> yeah. He just, and you're like, what? Yeah, you just... uh <laughs> I would understand if he looked through my history, but how would he know I'm reading a magazine? <laughs> well, he already planted thing, cameras yeah. in your house and shit. <laughs> right. Even I mean, before. he already did in their their house. You remember that? Yeah. He planted a bunch of shit. Yeah. So, yeah, man. I really enjoyed it. My verdict is it is not chopped. Not chopped. You should go yeah. watch this. It's on Shutter. 
Yes. Um, it's on. Uh, it might be on Amazon Prime potentially. It is. It is on Amazon Prime. Okay. That's right. So it's on Shutter and yeah. Amazon Prime. But uh, there are actually I actually kind of discovered these recently. But there are websites you can go uh, to and like just type in something like a title, and it'll tell you if and where you can stream that title. And uh, I forget what they're called, but just type in like you know where can I stream this or something like that. I think there's one called Just Stream or something like that. So basically you type in a title and it can it tells you which services have a movie available first of all and then it tells you if it's free to stream. Unless you're trying to actually own the movie then go to eBay. Right. eBay yeah. has the director's cut of Halloween 6. Mm-hmm. eBay eBay has so much shit. eBay has everything. And right. Amazon recently has the Blu-ray uh re-release HD re-release of Halloween. Yeah. It's like there you go. it's like 8 bucks, 9 bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, go check out Don't Hang Up if you have any of those services, which if you're listening to this podcast, you probably do. Let's face it. I hope you have Shutter by now. Shutter everyone has amazing. everyone has Netflix. Of course. And then half of Netflix people have Hulu, I would say. Yeah, and I would say Shutter is still on the come up, but if you're a horror fan, you have to have Shutter. You really do. Yeah, it's only like five bucks, so stop being a broke-ass bitch and just go <laughs> fucking <laughs> subscribe right? to it, you know? <laughs> so I think that's pretty much going to do it. Go check out don't hang up and let us know what you think about pet cemetery and if you are excited for the remake that's coming up and i actually uh, am quite a bit i am too mm-hmm. so go watch creep show too if you haven't go watch pet cemetery if you haven't mm-hmm. go watch don't hang up and yeah. join us next week on grave discussions <laughs> This has been an SRD production.